May I speak with uh, Rick and Susan? Good to see you. Welcome today. <laughs> Guruji, thank you. Whoa. So good to see you. Uh-huh. Good to see you. Very good. Hello, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Hello, Muji. Yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the midst of emptiness, in the midst of stillness, I find the pendulum swinging, if not getting sucked into the world. You know, the uh, issues of the war, school shootings, uh, nasty politics, nasty people, and it's, it, it's as if it sucks me out of that place of stillness and emptiness, and then I, I'm, I'm a mess and yeah. trying to figure out how to get, how to, uh, eh. I'm expected to be conversant with what's going on in the world, but I don't want to become part of that and lose the emptiness and the stillness that uh, is essential. Thank you, thank you. The, the emptiness and the stillness appears to be lost, uh, whereas it is the only thing that cannot be, uh, cannot change, cannot fade or alter or disappear. What happens when we have the sense that uh, something has been dislodged? We are again sucked into the field of the body-mind uh, dramas. The whole world seems to be in this heightened tension of uh, personhood and the fears and anxieties and aspirations that come. With that state, so um, as I said, and I've been sharing from yesterday, as we continue in our own private time to look and to deepen, let's not even limit it to any private time, because all situations and conditions are helping you to recognize, to discern, and to throw the attention back into the abyss of the unmoving uh, self. What happens when we feel that that has become cloudy is when somehow, as you have already started saying, uh, it's as though you're pulled back into the world. But what it re- before you're pulled into the world, what happens? You're pulled back into the state of personhood. Uh, mm. uh, then, from the sense of personhood, the world uh, is uh, the, the world arises very powerful for the sense of person, not for the presence. The presence is uh, it's like the, the unlimited space, intelligent, uh, sensitive, uh, invisible, constant space, unchanging, um, which um, the fragrance or vibration or the resonance here is uh, a kind of stillness and peace and a natural self-awareness beyond form. You know you're fully present and at peace. And only then does the the senses will continue working, and the mind will maybe still appear, but it is a door. The correct proportion is here, where all these activities of the world, the changeful day by day, are appearing and playing uh, in terms of our attention, and then dissolving, making way for the next appearance on the stage of consciousness. Like this, when you are observing um, already. Uh, established in your natural state, and then all this that may arise in the dynamic field of consciousness, of the active consciousness, feels less than and are held in this, the immensity of the, mm, the beingness. If you follow, as I am speaking with you, 
uh, Rick and Suzanne. I'm also looking at all the other faces here, because we are conversing now not about a particular person, but more a state of being, or states of consciousness. So this sense, uh, if you are speaking with the 50, 100, 200 people, uh, not one of them by themselves has the power to pull you into the shape of personhood. Uh, no event by itself, because events are unstable and uh, transient, momentary. They, they appear and disappear, and are very strongly linked to the subjective sense of person who is relating to them. Now, uh, what is that to say then? Because in the state of the more, the wider state of the impersonal uh, being, it's not that one does not care, because when we are in the state of personhood, we are often confronted: Do I care about this or don't care about it? But in the space of being, the picture looks different. It has a softer. There is more spaciousness in you. You are not a fixed point. Uh, uh, it's as though all that is appearing in the consciousness, uh, in in the realm of time, or past, present, or future, all of these are somehow momentary in their in their appearance. You see, they don't have the same uh, impact. Because the seeing is not personal, the seeing is wider and impersonal, you see. So, but this tends to happen if you speak, if you're in an in an environment where the temperature, the mood temperature is very hot, and people are looking to you for answers and so on, and uh, you're easily pulled into the shape that you think they see you to be, and then then some turmoil will come. Uh, the, the self is not a point of view. It is very even uh, state, and from here, what happens is that because it doesn't have a perspective on a point of view or an opinion about life, what happens? It addresses each situation in their unique manifestation, and it's as though you don't know beforehand what you are going to say. But being one with that, it is from here that the responses come quite spontaneously, to the extent that you yourself may feel that. You are hearing yourself speak for the first time. It's beyond the character and limitation of the character of personhood. You see. Can I put it in a simpler way? No. Mm. It's as though. Sometimes uh, I remember using an example. Supposing, uh, you know, you are surrounded by a hundred people approaching you to hug you. Okay, you don't know them, and I say, uh, you you say, but I, I feel terrible about this. I don't want to be involved in this. And I say, let them hug you, but you don't hug anyone. Let it just happen. So what what will have to change in you? They are coming. They are surrounding, coming in, and from the personal. Uh, place is going. Oh no! Oh, I don't like this. This is a crowd. I feel claustrophobic. This is noise of the mind and the person. But I say no, no. Just to be, just remain in your being, and uh, just allow what to happen. Don't judge anything. Allow, but you stay in uh, in your formless awareness. So this happens, and you all this body is caressed, and people say, "I love you," or "I hate you," or whatever it is. But you are in the neutrality of your own. Beingness, you see. Now, I'm not saying by this example 
in the position you find yourself in, where you are being asked and people looking to you for answers as a minister or something like that, and and somehow you feel I've got to give them answers and I've got to give them the kind of answers that they like. Uh, well, actually, when you come from the place of beingness, you are not so much aimed at answers that people like or dislike, but answers that will somehow help them to. Um, uh, let me say something else. When you are established in your own your own natural state, uh, somehow that gets infused also in those who are with you. It says they come into your field. It's a more powerful mm-hmm. field. Fear is also a strong field. Yeah, anxiety is a field, but uh, uh, serenity and. Uh, uh, mm. This, this state of being is also a tremendous field, one that people uh, deeply, beyond their, beyond their intention, something in them, every, the being in you is already so formed to, to respond to that state. And I've noticed this in a very practical way, very often, uh, without actually doing something. I'm ju- now recalling one, one example, that we do, we went out as a group from Sahaja. We went out to have a, an evening at a pizza restaurant in the Algarve, you know, a very tourist place. But we find ourselves there. We had booked a table. We arrived there, and it was like it was like a Saturday night, full uh, swing, a lot of noise and very chaotic, a lot of clinking glasses, some dropping, and, and James Brown on on the. On the speakers and quite a quite a sound. We all, uh, everyone sat down. About eighteen of us sat at the table, and uh, I could see on the faces like, "Whoa, what have we dropped ourselves into?" A bit like that. I said, "Don't worry about anything at all. You just be present, and re- be present as presence itself, and we'll wait until the service comes." And we sat there. I said, "Don't go in your mind." Don't judge anything. Just reminding. Just stay as you are. And be very present, and trust that we are here. We are here also uh, as presence also. And what happened is uh, <laughs> something that many people find very amazing. In five minutes, everything began to slow down in the restaurant. Mm. Slow down. Somehow it's as though something had happened, and everyone became more, more quiet, tangibly, uh, more peaceful. They even changed the music. <laughs> they even changed the music. We did not ask them. I don't know if anybody, some people in the room, was there. Some of my team, they were putting their hands up. They were there to know what I'm speaking. So even the music changed from James Brown, which I like. To nice some soft Buddha bar music came on, and uh, the atmosphere was changing. Conversations kind of calmed down. The staff became more calm. They came over very nicely. Oh, it's lovely to see you. Welcome. And what can we do? And everything. It was so tangible, and it has happened on and on. These things happen. No request. Excuse me. Could you turn the music down? Could you change the music? It's a bit noisy. Can no request made. Sitting only inside your own beingness, no judgment, no re- no resistance, no reaction. 
resting inside uh, the very heart of awareness. And the atmosphere changed. Why it changed? Why? These people are not particularly uh, religious people or spiritually minded people necessarily, a full bag. People on holiday also. What happened? And I didn't see that any of them were looking around at each other like, What's going on? Why are we so quiet? Actually, they fell into a kind of silence that felt very natural. So, trust in your own beingness, not expecting it to have an impact on your environment, but not that you need to be pulled out to meet the world that is appearing in your mind. So, this steadfastness, this stabilizing in the heart, is is very very uh, agreeable state also because as you um, somehow shift from the state of personhood uh, to into the the deeper presence impersonal presence your environment change your climate becomes more peaceful and calm you don't feel hurried and also the environment around you feels more receptive to that i will include even animals in that environment will already respond in a good way and so this again comes back to your own self don't mind who is there it could be politicians it could be revolutionaries well i don't know how far we get with the with two strong states of mind like that, but it can happen to such an extent that uh, the energy in the room may be so dynamic, so loud that uh, if you are grounded, somebody will leave. Some people may leave, and others may just, in a very natural, unprovoked way, uh, settle down in their being. That's the power of your own um, centeredness. Don't go expecting anything. Also. Don't feel okay. I'm going in as being. I'm gonna. <laughs> gonna I'm gonna tranquilize the whole room. No, don't do that because that I cannot do it. Uh, so helpful. So helpful. Yes. Yeah, so it's really just a call, not to see who is in the room and who you got to speak to. Don't be intimidated by anything at all, as you continue to stabilize in your own beingness. That anxiety already strips away, and you don't have to prepare in any other way. In any other way, I had the good fortune of one time when I, one of my visits to the United States, uh, Shri's with me. She will remember that uh, I was uh, uh, my host of where I was staying. Were two people who were mathematicians, you know, and. Uh, I never heard that as a career. <laughs> I was just about good at sums. So uh, they, they, we, I was invited there. I did not choose them. I was invited there, and in the evening when we sat for a meal, they introduced. I said, "Actually, my, I am a mathematician. My wife is also a mathematician," and it was the first time I'd encountered that terminology in that way. They said, "Oh, not that you teach math. You're a mathematician. I don't know what that means." And we had the most profound evening, actually. At the end of which they say, "Oh, you're a mat- mathematician." I said, "Not at all. No, 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 not at all." Because somehow, as why I'm saying this is that anyone 
as you are grounding in, in the heart of, uh, of being, remember, it is before anything that arises. Somehow, your conversations, the quality of your meetings, are grounded already in the essence, and you'll find yourself somehow uh, moving in uh, in some uh, equanimity, some some resonance with the, the the atmosphere and climate you meet. You will not know how. For this reason, sometimes I've had conversations with. Uh, with people who call themselves scientists and philosophers and so on, I said, "Let's go and see. What are we going to? I don't know, but the conversations turn out to be healthy and powerful, and something feels like it's it's guiding the whole thing." Now, I'm not saying this for anyone who says, "Oh, I would like to be like that. I want to do that." No, simply your urge is to rest inside your own being to discover this. And uh, to honor that, and whatever you are called to do, whether it's to wash up some dishes or whatever, there's a harmony about it. It will respond appropriately to whatever needs there are for the moment, and you will observe that with great joy. This is so helpful. It, it is as if you have stepped inside of uh, everything I'm experiencing at the moment and provided the antidote. <laughs> yes, yes. Yourself is the antidote. Your own beingness is the antidote for innumerable ills and uh, discords and seeming disharmonies. Uh, I'm not saying that you have answers for things. I don't have answers. I don't have any answers. I don't even carry the sense that I know anything. Uh, more that I'm absolutely emptiness. Mm. I'm not moving with some preconceived. If I ever move in a place, I think, oh, I know this subject. I will get into trouble. I'll tell you. <laughs> you are the subject. Now nobody needs to rush forward and say, I'm going to put this into practice or something. Just continue as you are, being in your satsang, following the guidance, uh, uh, recognizing your discovery, being one with the, the, the knowing, that the knowing and being are one, somehow. It's not an intellectual um, conviction or statement. It's a very natural thing. Even today I was saying to someone, one of my team, uh, not that you, you know, I know I am the awareness, be the awareness. Stay as the awareness. For the one who says, I know I am the awareness, is not the awareness. It's still mm. from the mind coming. And it's not a question of learning to say the right words. You don't need to be eloquent or even elegant. You can be totally unprepared as far as in not doing any research. It's enough to rest in one's being. Sometimes people are not interested in uh, what beingness is, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what environment you find yourself in. Something is already moving in a state of equilibrium and natural harmony, though it is not moving. Hmm. 
It's good luck so this much. week. Thank you, thank you. Good to see you, Suzanne. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very good. Much, much love to you. Thanks thank to you. you. Thank you. Same, same, same to you. Thank you.